0: Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on simple faith. Wow, what a great three-day weekend that we just came out of. I trust that you did have three days off, that you were able to get out of your quarantine, uh, whatever that's looked like over the past 10 to 12 uh, weeks, however long it's been. I know my wife and I had the joyful experience of going and visiting uh, with our cousins. We spent a little over six hours with them. Uh, Still practicing all the things that we needed to do in order to uh, stay safe. Like we took our mask and uh, we did the social distancing and not uh, meeting in groups of more than 10. Uh, But it was a great time of relaxation. And I trust that you were able to experience that as well. Uh, let me just remind you that one of the reasons why I call uh, this ministry and what I'm doing, these podcasts, uh, Simple Faith, is because I'm attempting to uh, share with you the ways in which I have found to uh, simplify my relationship with Jesus. Um, some of you may remember that uh, In an earlier podcast that I had mentioned about how my devotional time had become complicated and it had become more like a chore, uh, more like something that I had to do rather than something that I wanted to do. But in simple faith, what we do is we find a a new freshness uh, to the Word of God as we look at it simply and as we ask God, Lord, show me how I can apply what I'm learning and what I'm seeing in your Word to my own life. Uh, this week is uh, the week when we prepare for Pentecost. Sunday will be Pentecost Sunday, the coming of the Holy Spirit. And so I thought for the next few days, what I would do is to um, present podcast on the Holy Spirit and, and uh, the disciples as they were preparing uh, for the coming. And I'm looking at Acts chapter 1 today. Uh, verses 9 through 14 and I really want to premise what I'm going to say by reading verse 9 or excuse me verse 8 and it says but you shall receive power this is Jesus talking to his disciples uh, right before his ascension and he says but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and even to the remotest parts of the earth. Then picking up in verse 9, it says, After he had said these things, he was lifted up, while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of of their sight. And so this was the last appearance of Jesus. This was the last time that they were going to see him uh, face to face in this fashion. In fact, as they're looking up and gazing intently, verse 10 tells us that as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was departing, behold, two men in white clothing, white representing purity, righteousness. Uh, white clothing stood beside them. And they said, and they also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. So they're saying, look, Jesus has des- departed from you. But one day, and they're not saying when that day is, but one day the clouds are going to open once again, the Lord's going to descend, and he's going to take his children home. And so when they had heard those words, verse 12 says, Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. And when they had entered, they went into the upper room where they were staying. That is, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. It's significant for us to note that they named these men. Um, People are important individuals are important and so God is giving to us an accounting of those that were there but we will discover in the next verse not just them but there were women as well and so as we read in the 14th verse the thing that really caught my attention as I was reading devotionally this morning were these words these all with one mind These all with one mind were continually devoting themselves to prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus and with his disciples. The church, the body, believers of Jesus Christ ought to be of one mind, one purpose, one goal, and these were of one mind. And notice that it says they were continually devoting themselves to prayer. Prayer is the key that opens the door to the kingdom and the presence of God in our lives. They were of one mind we want to see Jesus, we want to hear from him, we want to get our instructions. We want to get this power that he had said was going to come upon us. We want to willfully and wantingly do the things that he wants us to do. And they were devoting themselves to prayer. My friends, I wonder today, are you devoting yourselves to prayer? Are you continuing to pray despite whatever situations might be in your life? Whatever heartaches that you're facing, whatever trials, whatever tribulations, whatever times of testing. Notice that in this passage that it said that these men had gone back into Jerusalem and they had gone into the upper room where they were staying. Why were they staying in this upper room? Well, they were fearful. They were fearful that what had happened to Jesus was going to happen to them as well. They were afraid of the persecution of the church, of the religious leaders who came and took Jesus and hung him on a cross. They were living in lives of fear at this point. They were hiding. They weren't ready to go out publicly to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ because they had not received his power as yet. But it does say that they were of one mind and they continually devoted themselves to prayer. During this time, during this pandemic, during this uncertainty, you and I, even though we may be separated by miles or separated by a six foot distance, We need to stay of one mind, that mind being that Jesus Christ needs to be proclaimed to all the world. That mind meaning or mindset, if you choose that word, meaning that you and I continue to care for people who are walking in darkness. Those people need our help. And just as I have set aside time each day to try to help you, so we need to set aside time in prayer that we might help those around us. Today, my friends, I ask you, please set aside that time. Ask the Lord, Lord, how can I be one bind, with people who are scattered throughout this world. And the way that we can do that is through having the same focus, Jesus Christ and his mission for us in our lives. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for all those that will hear this message today. I ask, Lord, a blessing upon them. And I ask, Father, that you would help us to be of one mind, one purpose. That is to be joined in holy union with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, that when we ask these things in your name they will be done according to your will help us to also look forward to the Sunday message to the presence of the Holy Spirit that we will celebrate and I ask this in Jesus name It has been so good to be with you today, just to share for a few brief moments. And I pray again that you would take this message, that you would put it upon your Facebook page, uh, send it out through Twitter, uh, put it on Instagram, Spotify, however we can get the word out. The word needs to get out and I can't do it alone. I need your help. And until we meet again tomorrow, May God bless you.